where your body is just broken down. You know, you, you've done a lot of physical activity. You're 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 short of breath, and I don't. I, even within myself and other competitors, and when I kind of um, uh, was helping assist judging other competitors, you see it where it's like your mind starts to break down. And... Welcome to the Greenhouse Podcast, where we give you tips and tricks each week to become harder to kill. My name is Luke. I am your host, also a instructor with Green Ops. And I am joined again by Brian. How's it going? And Dexter. That was a smooth transition, by the way. <laughs> yeah. I like that. I mean, that it was, was time smooth. to record, was so we start recording. I, so yeah. um, today, um, uh, well, first, please go uh, give us a five-star review, like, share, subscribe, do all of that stuff. T- please tell a friend to uh, take a listen to our podcast. If you enjoy it, it helps grow our show um, greatly, but... Today, one of the five pillars, we've done a six-part series on the pillars of performance for green ops. One of those five pillars is competition. And we preach it, we do it all the time. We're competing in USA, USPSA matches, IDPA matches, two-gun, three-gun, tactical games. Um, and so we're competing all the time. Dex just got done with tactical games. Where was it out of? Uh, this was at the Sawmill Training Complex down in South Carolina. Okay, so down in Sawmill. So we just kind of wanted to see how he did, um, how the event went. And uh, I know that we have talked, and I don't know if it was on a podcast or we, not, but we have talked this was planned to be your last one. Yeah, yeah. Is maybe. it still going to be your last? Okay, so maybe. It's so a, it's so a we, maybe. So now. we so we totally haven't given <laughs> it up. So we're just kind of talking about tactical games and how it relates. So um, how'd you do? What get, do you just start talking, and then I'll get into some questions. Um, I didn't do as well as I wanted to, um, mostly because I my mind wasn't in it, and I knew that going in. Um, but again, that's stuff that I'm not going to get into. Um, I didn't have enough, um, I had the opportunity, but I just didn't have enough mindset to train as much as I should have. Mm -hmm. And I know that uh, because for the first one, I trained like hell for it because I didn't know what what I was going to get into, right? Uh, And also talking with Chris and because he did a couple of these before as well. um, I I definitely knew that I needed to push the envelope back then. Uh, For this one, I mean, still kind of the same thing and every... Everyone that I've done, it, the emphasis is always on no matter how you, how much you train or how much you don't train as much, right? You will not know what it is to really be in a – where your body is just broken down. You, you know, you've done a lot of physical activity. You're, you're, you're short of breath. And I don't I, – even within myself and other competitors and when I kind of um, was helping – assist judging other competitors you see it where it's like your mind starts to break down and the stuff that you you may know how to do reloads you may have done hundreds of thousands of reps but it's like yeah when you're you just lifted 100 pounds over your head or 150 pounds over your head uh, walk with it on your shoulders for you know uh, a good distance you drop it you look like this is your first time reloading a, a rifle so you almost fall back though on your training yeah 
Yeah. And, um, and which def- is which is good. Like it's a pressure test. Of- it is an incredible pressure test. Mm-hmm. My goodness, it is an incredible pressure test. So uh, let's just because I do have a couple questions that I was thinking, gear wise. Mm-hmm. Anything that you're changing with your gear? Anything that broke or? Have you kind of proven it out? Because you've done uh, multiple. Yeah, yeah of I've these. done several now, and so this, you're like, I, I, I'm squared away. I yep. got it. Um, I've fallen. I've tripped. I've rolled. I've climbed over walls. I've climbed over bars. I've had uh, lots of weight on my shoulders. Um, have have had a couple of sandbags roll down my back. N- everything stayed on. Okay, so uh, and, uh, and, and, and I've learned from the first couple of ones. I figured, oh, I don't need this. I, I got to switch that out. So I would say right now. Um, this. What's your rifle setup? What's your pistol setup? What's your uh, plate carrier? Because you have to wear a plate carrier. Yes, you do. Um, okay. So give me give me those. Um, so the plate carrier. Everybody it, loves gear in these um, podcasts. So give me gear. So the plate carrier is one that I that I've been using for a while. It's a Velocity Scarab. Mm-hmm. I believe that's that's what it is. Um, the setup I've got four mag carriers in the front, and I know lots of uh, tactical game uh, competitors ha- try to go slick, um, which is which is fine. I myself have never had an issue with it, even when I need to carry uh, the bag in front of me, right? Mm-hmm. I've, I've never felt an issue with is it. Is that why they go slick? Yes. Okay, gotcha. Yep. Keep going. That is the reason that they, they go slick most of the time. Um, for my belt, I've got um, three pistol mags, um, three pistol pouches, and two rifle pouches. And the most... What belt are you using? Um, VTAC belt. Okay, yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and the most magazines that I've needed to have on my person for all the events, all the ones that I've done, has been five. So, okay. Um, yeah. What's your what's your rifle? Um, it's a Frankenstein rifle. So the upper is a ten and a half BCM with some bolt carrier that I picked up at a gun show that's been working just great. Mm-hmm. Um, until it doesn't. But until it sure, doesn't. Yeah. Um, the an arrow precision bolt was the first that failed on me. Okay. As opposed to this uh, $130 rando. Gunch, rando. Well, the guy, whether he was telling me the truth or not, he said, oh, this company makes all the parts for all the metals for all these air precision and BCM. Like, these are the guys. Like, okay, cool. I'll take it. Salesman. Isn't it amazing how many of those guys you run into <laughs> that make all the parts for all the big companies? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there it is. There salesman, it is. my friend. That's called a salesman. So when you say five magazines, do you mean between your pistol and your rifle mags? Five like magazines. Five, five total. Five magazines, rifle. Okay, wow. See, that's a lot more. Because now yeah. when you say that, I'm like, that's... But here, but also keep in mind, the round count for these events is not high. So the two events... No, the one event that I needed to have five, five, five pistol, five rifle, each magazine only had seven rounds, I, I want to say. Do you find that that length rifle is good for the tag games? Because I know a lot of people out there might be thinking like, yeah, I want to get into one of these tactical shoots. Maybe ten and a half inches is too short. Maybe I need something a little bit longer with more velocity to have more accurate shots I, at distance. But I tend to see more longer rifles. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. Um, but then again, right? You got to think that you're a rifle, a pistol, barrels. They're mechanical items that, through wear and tear, their ability will degrade over time. And I think I'm starting to see that with the rifle that I've been uh, that I've been using. Because not only have have I been using for tactical games, but I've been using it for for our classes, I've been using for other uh, events or, you know, with the events that I do with me and my hood rat friends. Um, for this tactical games, um, I want to blame myself more than I want to blame the equipment for this. But I know, and I have before in other tactical games and other events too, I've been able to reach out to 300 plus yards 
um, with that length of barrel without a magnifier and just a red dot, just a regular red dot. So Is that, go ahead. So when you set up your new setup, if that if that wears out, are you going to go ten and a half still, or you think you're low? I'm probably going to go a little bit, a little bit more. Fourteen and a half. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Um, Thirteen seven. Sons of Liberty. Um, so uh, what optic do you have on there? And then you didn't talk about your pistol. Uh, pistol is my trusty Sig uh, three P three uh, three twenty X carry that has broken th- twice already. But you know, iron sights. Uh, yeah, I went iron mm-hmm. sights. Yep. Yep. So broke iron on sights. it. Uh, both were. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fire assembly. Well, it's Sig. I don't expect anything. Else. <laughs> <laughs> so I did some research on it, and I did talk. Well, mm, well, okay, well, I'll talk this about offline. I don't think I should talk on the air. Perfect. What optic did you put on your rifle? <laughs> uh, is it Leopold or Leupold? I think it's Leopold, right? It's Leopold. Uh, that's DD. what we all call it. Delta Pro. Yeah. Oh, that's on your rifle? No, that's on my pistol. Okay. On, yeah. on your 10-5 your rifle that you were carrying. Oh, oh, oh. Um, yes. 10-5. I've got a Trigon 3-time magnifier and a uh, Sig Romeo. Okay. Nice. Yeah. See right there. That just goes to prove you don't need to have some crazy like EOTech or yeah. Trigicon. Sig Romeos can be had yeah. for a really good price, and they're they can take a beating. So I I I want to say when the, when they first came out, I was I got one of the first batches. Right. I think subsequent batches have changed color. Uh, I'm not sure what's going on, or maybe they expanded their Romeo line. But the one that I got has the. <clears throat> The, uh, the solar panel on top. Yeah. And I first got it 2017, I want to say. Yep. Because it's, it's before I came up here to Virginia. And I recently, two months ago, had to change the battery. Out. Circle dot or dot only? Uh, Both. Okay. You have that. I know, yeah. Luke, I know you like just the dot. You're I do. Big, you're a big fan of just mm-hmm. the dot just in your optic. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so I actually remember I shot that gun couple weeks back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that dot, like, I have astigmatism, but yep. even though it's a red dot, I don't know if it's... I don't know how eyes work, but... Light. Yes. It, it was like a... It was a crisp dot It's crisp, yeah. It was mm-hmm. very crisp. So, so you, it was super yeah. nice. It's something I may look into for some of my, my other stuff and that I have. It didn't cost around. a lot of money either. No. Yeah. yeah. So what, you know what are those running at the store, you think? I mean, even, even when they were bought, 199 I was going to wow. say 250 so 200 Yeah, sure. 200, yeah. 200 bucks for him. Yeah. Uh, the Leopold is interesting. I just got one on one of my guns, and I have not shot that gun yet. I've done some dry fire. I've run some stuff in my basement on my little, you know, the stickers. I have a, running them on the wall. Mm. Do you find that dot inside the Leopold to be, I guess, I don't know what the technical term was, be, but a little like kind of like starbursty? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And that's, and that's normal for them. Um, I'm because you said yes, I talked to another guy that said yes. So now I'm thinking. Well, that, yeah. I'm not a good candidate because I have extreme astigmatism. So for me, every single dot that I look at will is going to spider out. So okay, so let's talk. Um, sorry, we're killing bugs at this point. Perfect, <laughs> it's gone. He gone. Um, so what would things that you would do different? You said you didn't finish as high as you wanted to, yeah. but I would say it's the tactical games and you showed up. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people don't show up for that. I don't. Every I don't show single up for that. here's one thing I will say: every single event, it's a two two day event. Mm-hmm. Every single event, the second day there is a pretty good amount of people who just don't come back for maybe they got hurt physically, emotionally, ego wise. I'm not sure, but uh, there's a good amount that did not come back the second day. Okay, so what would you do different? 
just is it just the training aspect? Maybe Absolutely. you didn't run enough or Absolutely. something. Um the way that I trained for the first one is the way that I would, would go back to training. So what Absolutely. what did your training consist of in the first one? A lot of resistance work, a lot of deadlifts, a lot, lot of uh squats, a, a ton, a ton of rucking. Okay. And I I I noticed that. Because mm-hmm. I I haven't done a lot of rocking for the last couple uh, last couple of months, and I definitely felt that for this one. Well, if you I need did. a program, you should probably reach out to Pascal because she crushes it every time. She does. Yeah, she is uh, phenomenal at tactical games. And then they did they have like an I'm going to call it like an outlaw ta- tactical games down there in Texas. I think it's like a one day event. So, I, yeah, I see her posting couple, things on Instagram so all the time of, of them like doing like carrying yeah, crap and shooting. Yeah, there's a couple of one day events that are popping up. Um, I'm thinking of doing maybe the Proving Grounds one. What they had in one in, they had one here in Fredericksburg this past year. What was that one called? That was a two day. That was a two day. Yeah, and I don't remember like Patriot free, Games. Free, yeah, Patriot Games. I was going to say games. Freedom Games, but yeah. yeah, same same. Whatever. Hunger Games, same thing. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so what? Are you thinking you're going to do it again? Debating. Debating. What will yeah. get you back into it? Um, yeah, I'll probably do it again. I'll probably do the team one. <laughs> well, there it is. <laughs> I mean, there he's is. so good with talk, peer talk. pressure. Uh, he's so good. With, all I did was ask, why would you do it again? Oh, I'll do it again. Fine, whatever. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so one thing I do love and hate, but at the very end, when I'm coming back on, on the drive back, I think to myself, man. And I know this sounds kind of really silly and corny at the same time, but I'm like, I still got it. Like, I'm pushing 40 now, 42 now. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, I still got it, you know? So if you were just uh, Joe somebody and you were out there and you got that wild hair and you're like, you know what, I'm going to go do tack games. Mm-hmm. And you half-heartedly train for it and you know, you do 25% of what you think you should do. Are you going to have an absolute miserable time there yeah. and or possibly hurt yourself? You're, oh, ooh, mm, how much time we got left? <laughs> um, Let me talk about this. About 10 minutes. So if you are that individual right now listening to this and you're thinking about doing the tactical games or any event that is right, gonna, something it, similar to that. Yeah, something similar to that that's going to cost you to, Stress out your body both mentally and physically, and you have to have a live firearm in your hands. I highly suggest that you take or you do some sort of stress firing because if you do not, you are going to have a negligent discharge, and it's not fun being somebody standing to that individual when they are loading their weapon with a finger on the trigger and that you see the black end of their muscle in your face. Not fun. Um, I'm saying this for a reason, and that's one of the things, one of the negative things that I experience. Um, so you this don't get weekend. disqualified for something like that, or you're maybe supposed to, or I'm not going to speak on that, mm-hmm. but I will say that if I was the judge, I would absolutely have disqualified this individual, okay. like right off the bat, like absolutely. First of all, um, the way that in, that individual was handling the weapon after carrying heavy weight i'm like okay no you need to leave you need to calm down Mm -hmm. um and after that ad uh um, after that gun was pointed somewhere i was like okay this is not cool right that's that's potential death 
Absolutely. Well, you know? there's no, there's no having a, you know, a minor accident and yeah. coming right back from it when we're talking about live firearms. Yeah. And so like bringing it full circle to like some of our classes, we always talk about like our safety procedures and, um, heaven forbid, if something happens, what our plans are, we go over the four firearm safety rules, but we make sure we, we reiterate, we want people to learn stuff in our classes. We want them to have fun, but I could care less if they do neither of those. As my goal is for them to be safe and everybody to go home mm-hmm. exactly how they showed up. And that ought to be the same for, I know in USPSA, you know, we've got what's called the 180 line. Yeah. If you, yeah. if your gun barrel breaks 181 degrees of the target, um, it's, it's a little bit harder to explain than that, but 181 degrees of that target then you are instantly disqualified. Yeah, I know? was disqualified that uh, that way uh, two years ago. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and for this, they do one thing that is kind of wonky. My my uh, my friend, my buddy that I went down there with, he he had a hard time understanding why why they were doing that. But it's only ultimately because everybody's walking around with a rifle in their back, and you're gonna get muzzled. You're gonna get muzzled. I don't I don't care what how hard you try. You have that many individuals out there with varying degrees of abilities. You are going to have a rifle pointed at you at some time, somewhere. The one thing that they do to mitigate that from, and I assume this is why, when you're done shooting your rifle for that stage, you have to drop the magazine. You have to let the bolt go forward, and you have to press the trigger to the rear. You, We have to, or the individuals, the judges, need to hear that audible click of the hammer firing. Then you can stow your rifle. No, you're not going to be able to put it on safe. Yes, there are going to be people walking around with uh, rifles with no magazine um, going to and from events with their firearm on fire, right? Again, military guys, we see that we have this kind of conniption. Our head's like, it's got to be unsafe. The reason that that, again, my assumption, the reason that happens is because without a fact, we know that once that trigger is pressed, the hammer falls, there's no bang, chuck it. You can... It's a dead gun. It's a it's it's mechanically safe. Yes, is I think the term is. So, do you have because we're up against time? Another quick one. Um, just full disclosure: these last two and this episode are fairly fast. Um, just because we are running close on time this month, and you are getting a bonus episode, right? So there are five Thursdays in the month. So, you got any more questions for Dex? No, nothing, nothing more for Dex. So you are going to do another one? Maybe. You're excited about it? You're going <laughs> to... <laughs> you're train, train properly for yeah. the next yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. he's going to be trained up. Well, um, well, well, somebody said they were going to go to this one, and, you know, they ended don't, up... Why are you looking at me? I, I never said... I'm just... I never you're, said I'd You're the one to ask the question. No, but I would... I never said I'd do it. <laughs> His name rhymes with... Ryan. (laughs) (laughs) He's the guy who said he was going to do it. Um, So if you have questions um, for Dexter specifically about tactical games, you can get a hold of him. How? Uh, Redlegdex.com. Dot com. (laughs) That is Instagram. So Redlegdex on Instagram. Man, you do it all the time. It's so good. (laughs) Brian, how do people get a hold of you? Shooter McChristian75 on Instagram. There we go. And you can get a hold of me, Wreck It Luke, on Instagram. I'm also Luke at green-ops.com. Um, if you want to take some training with us, 
uh, we can teach you how to keep your finger out of the trigger guard. <laughs> yeah, we can. <laughs> and, and do all the safety things that you need to do uh, to participate in the tactical games. We can teach that in one of our classes. But also, in in um, to include not only the safety portion, we can teach you how to shoot really well. We can teach you how to get hits at pretty much any distance. We can teach you how to run your pistol, rifle, shotgun, whatever it is. So if you want to come take some training with us, we are um, available. Our schedule is online, green-ops.com. Check us out there. Our 2022 schedule is already populated, so check us out. If you are not in Virginia and Texas, because that's where we run most of our classes, we have guns and we'll travel. So all you need to do is send an email to info at green-ops.com, get a conversation started, and we can come to you, teach you pistol, rifle, shotgun, whatever you need. The other thing I want to say is if you are um, so inclined and want to help this podcast grow, please like, share, subscribe, give us five-star review. But with that, come out and take a class. Get competing. It's one of the five pillars that we talk about at every class. If you want to get better at shooting, follow those five pillars, one of which is a competition. It doesn't matter if it's tactical games, if it's uh, USPSA, IDPA, two-gun, three-gun. I'll even throw like skeet, sporting clays, all that stuff. Steel challenge. Steel challenge. That's a great time. Getting comfortable with a firearm when all of a sudden like the pressure is ramped up, maybe you've just run or rucked a little bit, and during that ruck you decided that I didn't ruck enough in training. Like being uncomfortable with a firearm is a good thing. So get out there, compete, um, and then come take some classes from us and we can get you squared away uh, pretty quickly. So thanks everybody for tuning in. Mom, dad, love you. Get out there and compete and hopefully we'll talk to you all very, very soon.